right? We got a lot of different things coming at you today, okay? And I'm just sensing a little bit of a lull right now. F that. You don't got time for that. All right? Let's go. Crank it. Crank it. Let it cross. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. You're listening to Rock Chalk Sports Talk with Derek Johnson and Nick Springer on FM 1017 and 1320 KLWN. Depend on it. Hey, what's happening? Welcome into another edition of Rock Chalk Sports Talk on KLWN. With Nick Springer, I'm Derek Johnson. Hey. Happy Friday, and it's another short edition of oh, yeah. the show. It is Friday. Yeah, it is. Weekend ahead of you. Wow. See, does that make you feel even better? It does make you, you feel better. You didn't even know it was Friday. I didn't even know. I had no Perfect. idea. Perfect. Um, so we got KU baseball day. tonight at 4 o'clock first pitch. 3.50 will be when pregame starts. So another very short show here. We'll have uh, four more RCST trivia matchups coming at you today. The other trivia matchups are going to have to be pushed till Monday when we'll finish out the second round. And then we'll have the rest of the sizzling 16 next week. But starting off the bat here, we still have more that I want to get to on Ernest Uday. But I mean, tonight is when er- uh, Mackenzie Mbaco is going to be deciding. He uh, did the same thing that Primo Spears did, which I thought yeah, was very the, rude. The stupid countdown. The countdown. And then you had to figure Making out. Making us do math. Okay, what is this plus 18 hours and 40 minutes and 37 seconds? <laughs> I believe it works out. He will be committing tonight at 5 o'clock. Okay. okay. 5 o'clock Central Time, okay. I should say. Um, so, unfortunately for us, that'll be after the show ends. Yes. So, we won't be able to talk about it on today's show, but we'll we promise you we will talk about it on Monday. Yes. Pinky promise. Yes. And obviously, it's it's a big decision. It's uh, one that could be sort of that final piece of the puzzle for Kansas where you feel like you feel pretty good but then they get Mbako and you feel like okay let's roll so we'll see what happens oh yeah for sure he immediately would come in and you know maybe he's not your best college player but he probably comes in as your best you know pro prospect type of player that gives you that high ceiling yes. of a type of player that you know could maybe all of a sudden get hot in an NCAA tournament and kind of take over it's nice to have those players that do have that high ceiling it's important for that talent to be on a team as we've kind of talked about that stat about, you know, every team that's won the title has had like a first round pick over the last, whatever, 30, 40 years. Yeah, that's wild. So uh, obviously KU has other guys who could fit into that, like if El Marco Jackson hit, Arterio Morris probably have the potential for it. Um, You know, we go up and down the list, but he would probably be the guy you would look at the most hey, the in more that guys, situation. The more guys, the better. Exactly. The more, the merrier. And he would obviously fit in. He would be kind of your, your final piece of your rotation at that wing four position yeah but he'd help you fill out a lot of three and four minutes he would help your roster be more diverse like right now you're more so pegged into playing a one through three of like three guards right but if you have Mackenzie and Baco you can throw out some lineups where you have two forwards two wing types in there with Mbako yeah. and KJ at the three and the four he would uh help supplant other minutes at both of those positions he would obviously be a very important pickup for KU that it's not going to change you you asked me the question earlier today. You said if he doesn't yeah. pick KU, what would the on a scale of zero to ten, what would the panic meter be? On a scale of one to concerned. Sure. How concerned are you? And honestly, my answer was I think I said two. And I was like, so not that concerned. I think it would it would just be it'd be annoying that yeah, you I mean, lost is, out on a high level recruit a, you felt good about. This is not a Hunter Dickinson level. No. Player. Because that's the thing. Because that moves the needle that much. I'll say this: if you did not land Hunter Dickinson. Then all of a sudden, yes. If you don't land Mackenzie and Bach, well, like too, we talked about, you land Harry Dickinson and everything else is gravy. Correct, right? like everything else is just 
whatever on the top. Yeah, you went through the the cafeteria line and they put the big slop <laughs> of mashed potatoes on your plate. But Mackenzie and Baco can be the gravy, you know, add a little yep. extra flavor to it, right? Yep. So it's. I it's, guess you never went to school in in <laughs> Kansas, but in Kansas, the big the big days on lunch days was when you got uh, chili and cinnamon rolls. Yeah. See, I I always thought that was such a weird thing when I first heard Dude, that. That was like the best day of the week for the kids in the cafeteria. When I first heard that people in Kansas did that, I envisioned in my mind they were like dipping the cinnamon roll in the chili and I was no, like a dude, bunch of sickos. You just have a chili and then a cinnamon roll but on yeah, the side. Which I'm fine with, you know? It's not something that I'm accustomed to, but also like chili, good. Cinnamon rolls, good. Dude, okay, what's like, the problem? In elementary school and middle school, like those were the best days. <laughs> Literally the best days. Well, okay, so this is, uh, Mackenzie and Baca would be the cinnamon, cinnamon roll. roll. He would be yeah. the sweetness. Actually, no, even, even, even more of a minute <laughs> analogy here. Hunter Dickinson would be the I don't know. Maybe the chili was already stewing. KJ Adams and, and Dewan Harris were the chili. They were we'll put it together, right? Hunter Dickinson is the um, cinnamon roll, but Mackenzie and Baco is the icing on the cinnamon roll, could right? Be. It's yeah. like you could eat the cinnamon roll even without the icing. It's still got the cinnamon right, flavor. Well, who, and it's good. Who's the bag of Fritos that you dump on the chili? <laughs> uh, Nick Timberlake because he shoots a bunch of threes. He adds that little extra pop. I don't know. These are wonderful questions. So I, I think with Mackenzie and Baco, yeah, if, if you don't end up landing him, you're still going to be a national title contender. Like yeah, that's you're not still going to be a top five team. Right. But if you land him, it makes it feel like you're pretty firmly the number one national title contender and it just increases your kind of both margin for error and margin for how dominant you could be this season absolutely yes 100 percent. now here's what's interesting i i've kind of been along the way here i have been i would say confident that ku is in a good spot here for mckenzie and baco okay yeah and i've mentioned a few times and i'll mention it again recruiting is weird weird things happen in recruiting it is weird would this classify as something for you? Okay. Mark Cuban, who is a notable Indiana, the, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, uh, <laughs> member of Shark Tank, rich entrepreneur. He is a uh, one of the biggest alums for Indiana. Hmm. I don't think I knew he went to Indiana. Well, now you do. He just started following Mackenzie and Baco on social on, media. On Twitter or on social media? Does that do anything for you? Does that classify as... This is weird because when I when I think of weird things happen in recruiting, I think about like just in, in theory, a oh, all of a sudden on the of- day of the decision, some some team that's not supposed to get him comes in with this mega NIL offer <laughs> and that sways the decision. Now I'm not saying that's the case here, but if anybody was able to do it, it would be Mark Cuban, correct? Uh yeah. I, I would guess so. I mean, he's the owner of an NBA team, so he's probably got Which that billions. brings up an interesting question. Is that even allowed? What do you mean? Like, is it obviously it's allowed for, you know, Kansas X donor is he allowed to own an NBA team? What do you mean? Yeah. No, 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 no. I know I know <laughs> that. But I mean, like, if you're owning an NBA team, which is the system to which the college player goes to, right? Okay. Is he allowed to contribute a big sum of NIL money to a player who in theory there, would be going to the NBA be, in a year or two? You can't be this naive. He just gives the money and they save it for something else and they just give it to him anyways. I think you're right, but I'm just saying, like, what if, imagine we... we, Dude, all he has to do is make a $50 million whatever donation to the Indiana, whatever, the school for the blind architects. But imagine we... And then... then, Okay, that's quite the specific school. They just funnel it into the NIL. Like, imagine eight years from now, and Mackenzie Mbaco at this point, first round draft pick, and then he's off to the NBA free agency. And he goes and signs with Mark Cuban. And then some NBA owner goes, tampering, eight years ago. It would only be tampering if if the... if the Mavericks drafted him. No. 
No, 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 because you don't control where people are going to go in the draft. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, I wonder if there's certain rules there, because I don't, I don't know the answer well, to that. Well, the Mavericks are going to suck, so they're going to have a high pick. But don't you see what I'm saying? Like, if hypothetically, it is a wink-wink, nod-nod thing that Mark Cuban's given the money to what you said, but in reality, Mackenzie Mbako and Mark Cuban know who they're they're going for each other, wouldn't that technically be tampering for his NBA position? Like, when he's a future NBA player, which is most likely happen. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. No, I don't think so. No, this stuff might not because even end up happening. officially, so. his, the NIL stuff would not be coming from Mark Cuban, officially. Would mm. not be coming from Mark Cuban. It would come from Indiana. I guess. So, Indi- so Mark Cuban gives Indiana the money. Indiana gives the money to Mbako. Like, technically, yeah. I guess. I don't, I don't know. I was, just, I was just generally curious. Officially there. speaking. But I do think that's interesting. But on a scale of one to concerned, that doesn't concern me. No, it doesn't really either to me. I just thought it was interesting to bring it up. It is definitely interesting, though. I will say, I, I think Kansas, and, and I'll remain steadfast here, I do think they're in a good spot. Yeah. And I am yeah. going into the decision tonight, which is, again, happening at 5 o'clock, under the assumption that it will be Kansas. But so am I 100% about it? No. Instagramless. Is it Instagram Live, or is it just a- I don't know if they've clarified. Oh. Uh. Okay. I don't have Instagram. At this point, I don't have Twitter. I do have the show account, but, yeah. you know, so I can, like, check in what happens. <laughs> uh, somebody, will, somebody will release something. You know, whether whether I get to actually see the if it is an Instagram live, like, if okay. I don't watch it live, guess what? Somebody will just post, <laughs> Mackenzie Mbako pick KU. Maybe I'll be five minutes late to it, but guess what? I'll still have the info all the same. So it's not a big deal. Uh, so, yeah, that decision coming at five. All right, we have been news talk with boomers. With, <laughs> we, uh, Derek we have four RCST trivia matchups coming up on today's show before we get to KU baseball action. Let's get to our first two coming up next. This is Rock Chalk Sports Talk on KLWN, depending on it. Welcome back into Rock Chalk Sports Talk. And uh, we had one extra RCST trivia matchup that we recorded Thursday, but we couldn't get to because the short show yesterday. We have a short show today, too. We're not going to get to our matchups today. Spoiler. Some of them are going to be on Monday. Um, so this will be the final one that was supposed to be on Thursday. River at Print Skate Region, Sam Oliver versus Dalton Kane with a spot in the Sizzling 16 on the line. Once again, RCST Trivia brought to you by Johnny's Tavern, Pella Windows and Doors, 23rd Street Brewery, River at Print and Skate, Mini Jerseys, Jayhawk Trophies, Homefield Apparel, Sporting KC2, McDonald's, and Mr. D's Auto Wash. One of our title sponsors, Pella Windows and Doors. Next trivia question, what Windows and Doors provider has been serving Kansas since 1957? The answer, your locally owned Pella Windows and Doors of Kansas with six showrooms across the state from Lawrence to Dodge City. Got a Windows and Doors project? Pella Kansas is here Locally owned and proudly serving Jayhawks for over 65 years with Windows and Doors Solution for every home and any budget. Schedule your free consultation at pelicansas.com. So we're recording this on Thursday, but this is going to air on Friday on the show. So hello, future everyone here on uh, Friday's RCST. And it is the four-seed Sam Oliver against the 12-seed Dalton Kane. This is in the River at Print and Skate region, which is our bottom left region. Winner will take on the winner of Derek Coe and Paul Scher. Uh, Sam, you are four and two in trivia matchups all time. Twenty and two on trivia questions. Four and zero oh this year. You have a sizzling sixteen already. Now trying to make your second. You also have a grade eight under your belt. Meanwhile, Dalton, you were a twelve seed. You got by your first round without uh, having to technically play anyone, and, and you were able to get through. Unfortunately, as we mentioned on on that show, you started working for us part time, and we have been told by the higher ups that um, basically this is it for your trivia career. So, uh, I guess you have one chance here to kind of go out on top. Unfortunately, you won't be able to advance or win the prizes. That's going to go to Sam. But I guess we'll start with you, Dalton. Uh, that's obviously, you know, uh, gut punch a little bit there. But um, uh, just from like a pride factor, what does this matchup mean? 
Uh, you know, it stinks, but after hearing his record, I'm pretty nervous, and the likelihood <laughs> of moving on anyway is, is very low, so uh, I'm just happy to be here. All right, well, Sam, um, you're trying to make your second ever Sizzling 16. You went to a Sizzling 16, and then last season, you uh, fell in the first round. So you're trying to get back to that point and win a trivia t-shirt, a 23rd Street Brewery gift card, and tickets to Sporting KC 2 games. Uh, so, I mean, uh, does this mean a little bit more to you that you're trying to get back to a place that you were in the past? Well, yeah, a little bit. I mean, you know, once the, the sizzling 16 is kind of when the prizes start rolling in. So I think that's everyone's initial goal. But, uh, you know, got to take it one matchup at a time and, and just uh, see how far we can go with it. Sounds good. Well, uh, guys, let's get into the matchup. Dalton, do you want to go first or do you want to go second? I'll go second. Okay. Second up it is, and that means, Sam, you are going to be up first. So far, the uh, better seed has won every matchup in the second round, except for one. Except for one. We'll see uh, what happens here. All right, Sam, for you, in the really easy category, KU's starting point guard this past season wore the number three uniform. What's his name? Dewan Harris. Yep, Dewan Harris had a great year and should have another good one this upcoming season. Okay, Dalton, for you, KU's starting center this past season wore the number 24 uniform. What's his name? Uday? Unfortunately. AJ. <laughs> oh, my God, 24. I didn't even listen. I just heard center, and I was like, oh, Uday. Well, unfortunately, the answer there, yep, it is KJ Adams. You knew what you did. You knew where it went wrong. So, uh, in the end, Sam... You get by on, on a really easy question here. You're moving on to the Sizzling 16. Does this one feel better or about the same as, as the first time you went? Man, I don't know. I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I, you always want a great matchup and uh, one to go go lengths. But, um, yeah, I mean, you, you advance and uh, can't be too upset about it. So Yeah, that's for sure. Well, Dalton, uh, things didn't end how you wanted them to, both in terms of the question and, and the previous. I, I, I guess uh, overall, though, uh, what are your thoughts on on this trivia appearance for you? Uh, you know, I'm I'm disappointed I couldn't give him the matchup that he was looking for, uh, but I, I should have listened to the question better before I gave my answer. Yeah, yeah. Always use the time, ask for clarification, all that stuff. Well, uh, guys, we appreciate it, and uh, Sam, we'll see you next week. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. So that was our one holdover match from Thursday. We have five matchups that we recorded on Friday, but again with the short show, not going to get to all of these. Today, once again, Johnny's Tavern is one of our title sponsors. That's the region we're going to go into for our next matchup between Ryan Goodwin and Ben Wilson. In 2023, Johnny's Tavern is celebrating its 70th year anniversary. That's good news for you because they'll be passing down the specials at your local Johnny's. Stay tuned for a 70th anniversary celebration at the original location in North Lawrence where you can be a part of the neighborhood porch. There's now 13 locations of Johnny's for you to call your home from Topeka to the newest store in Raymore, Missouri. And with the weather heating up, ice-cold beer going to sound good after maybe mow the lawn or a long day at work. Maybe trying to unwind over the weekend upcoming here. How about trying the Blue Collar Lager, a beer you can only get at Johnny's that's brewed by Free State Brewing Company. Okay, so our next matchup is the three-seed Ryan Goodwin against the six-seed Ben Wilson. And Ben had a really impressive uh, First-round trivia matchup, Ryan said that he felt underprepared. But overall, Ryan has gone 6-2 and two in trivia advancements. He has two sizzling 16s, 
and uh, he has gone 25 and seven on questions. Ben, meanwhile, three and three on trivia advancement, 17 and seven on questions. Let's get into the matchup now. This is the Johnny's Tavern region. Three seed Ryan Goodwin, six seed Ben Wilson. Ben, I want to start with you. You have made the second round three times now, but you have yet to get over that hump to the sizzling 16. You had quite the debut in your first round performance. Do you feel like this is the year that you can get over that hump? Do you feel better about it this year? It has to be, or else I'm just not going to come back, I think. I, I, I think if if I can't get past the second round four straight years, then it might never be meant uh, to be. So we'll, we'll see how the ball bounces. Well, uh, Ryan, um, I, I mean, that, that maybe adds a little bit more to this matchup here. You not only have the chance to eliminate Ben from the tournament, you might have the chance to eliminate Ben from all tournaments. <laughs> Uh, I would hate to do that because I know Ben's a big Jayhawk fan. He, he's been, what, you were in the football one as well. I mean, it's yeah. like he, he's in all of them. I don't want him to quit doing it. And, <laughs> and luckily for him, this is a, as underprepared as I could be. So you've got a really good shot today, Ben. I promise you. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, uh, Ryan, you, you've made the sizzling 16 twice. So what does it take? What does it usually take to get past this point to the next round? Uh, a lot of it's the questions falling your way and falling into your wheelhouse. And I know I'm relying on that big time today because, you know, I've, everybody's got their strengths and weaknesses. So I'm just hoping the questions fall my way. You just wrapped up the, the conference tournament with Baker. I, I should probably mention this, Ben. Uh, Coach Goodwin went 18 and 5 at home this season, and he is the higher seed. So he's technically the home team. Are, does that worry you at all? A little bit. That's an outstanding record at home. Stick <laughs> to him and the boys at Baker. That's awesome. All right. Well, uh, I didn't even know that was our record at home. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep winning. You, you lose sight of it. All right, uh, Ben. You are the lower seed, so I'm going to give you the option. Do you want to go first, or do you want to go second? Uh, I like going first. Okay. And that means Ryan is up second. It's always fun. Everybody has their own system. Some people just do it randomly. And uh, we'll start in the really easy round of questions for you, Ben. What's the last name of this former Jayhawk? Ochai A. Abaji. That is right. Ochai Abaji is the correct answer there. Okay, Ryan, what is the last name of this former Jayhawk? Jalen W. Wilson. Yep, Jalen Wilson. And again, with those last name ones, if you can outthink me and think of somebody I didn't think of, that's cool too. But those are the ones that we were going for there. And now we move on to the easy round of questions. Back to you, Ben. What Jayhawk big man wearing the number four won the NABC Player of the Year Award in the 2002 to 2003 season? That was Nick Collison. That was Nick Collison. Had himself quite the season and earned that NABC Player of the Year honor. Uh, Ryan, for you in the easy round, what KU big man wearing the number zero uniform earned AP First Team All-America honors in the 2011 to 2012 season. That'd be Thomas Robinson. That would be Thomas Robinson. KU's had some great players wearing that number zero uniform. Certainly T-Rob was one of them. All right, we're moving up to the ease round, as you'd expect in a 3-6 matchup onto the medium. And Ben, your question. KU earned a 77 to 70 road win over Iowa State on January 13th of 2014, behind 17 points and a team best 19 rebounds from what freshman? 14, that had to be Joel Embiid. I'll go Joel. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. The correct answer is Andrew Wiggins. 
Wow, that many rebounds for Andrew. Wow. Yep. A little bit of a tricky one there. All right, Ryan, your chance to win. KU earned a 71-66 road win over West Virginia with a 13-point halftime comeback on January 15th of 2018 behind a team-high 17 points from what senior? I'm going to go Devontae Graham. That is also incorrect. Mm. Another little bit of a tricky one. Sviatoslav Mikhailuk was the correct answer. I think Devontae had 16 that night. All right. So we're going to um, – let's just stick around in the medium category. All right, we're going to go back to you, Ben. The most threes in one game that Kansas made along their 2022 NCAA tournament run was 13 of them as a team against what opponent? Okay. Thirteen threes as a team. I know we were hot in that Miami game. Oh, thirteen threes a lot though. We were hot in Villanova. Which I was hot against Villanova too. Oh man. Ten seconds. Um. Five seconds. Villanova. Let's go Villanova. Villanova is the correct answer. The buzzer-beating shot by Ben. They hit 13 of them against Nova. You were right. Ochai was hot in that game. All right, Ryan, pressure's on now. You got to hit this to move us to the hard round and stay alive. The most points that Remy Martin scored during the 2022 NCAA tournament was when he filled up 23 points against what opponent? Ten seconds. I'm going to go with the Miami game. Unfortunately, that was one of his single-digit scoring games. The correct answer is Providence. One round earlier against Providence. I think it was Providence one, Creighton was two, although Texas Southern was up there as well, and then I think he had 14 in the title game. So, just like that, Ben, you are moving on. You have you have made it over the hump. You are headed to the sizzling 16. How, how good does this feel? It feels really good. Uh, it would have been another embarrassing moment of when my family asked, hey, are you going to be on the radio today? And I said, yes, but don't worry about listening. So I, I, can, tell, I can text my Uncle Matt and tell him he can tune in today. feels good. There you go. And you won a gift card to Uncle Matt's restaurant of 23rd Street Brewery as well as an RCST Trivia t-shirt. And uh, you also won yourself some Sporting KC2 tickets. Uh, Ryan, you, you said in your first matchup, you, you said it coming into this one, that you've been underprepared. Obviously, this coming off the, the end of your uh, baseball conference tournament and everything, this probably was a whirlwind for you. Um, is this one kind of one that, that you just feel good that you made the second round in this tournament and you're just going to move forward and get ready for next? Or what are kind of your feelings about this trivia? No, I expect to make the Sweet 16 every year, minimum. And, you know, it's I, – I couldn't think – I actually was down between Devontae and Malik Newman. Mm. I totally forgot about Svi on, on that question. And uh, truth be told, I knew it wasn't the Miami game. I thought the Villanova one was too easy, and I couldn't remember Providence. Mm. And that's really where I thought it was. I just – I was drawing a blank on it. So, it's – congrats to Ben. He deserves to go on because he's been grinding, waiting to do this for a while. So, congrats, Ben. 
Well, Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. The good news is you 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 kept Ben's trivia career alive, <laughs> at least here in the uh, basketball version. But I'll say this: both of you guys are are valiant. I, I love the cup that you got from football. There, uh, both of you guys are, are valiant football competitors. So this might not be the last matchup between you two. I'll just leave it at that. Oh, this is the motivation I need for football, no <laughs> doubt. I'm re- I'm ready. All right, time to start studying. All right. Well, Ben, congrats, Ryan. See you during football, man. All right. Thanks, Derek. Thank Congrats, you. So fun one there. We have more trivia coming at you here. Brought to you by Johnny's Tavern, Pella Windows and Doors, 23rd Street Brewery, River at Print and Skate, Mini Jerseys, Jayhawk Trophy, Homefield Apparel, Sporting KC2, McDonald's, and Mr. D's Auto Wash. With Nick Springer, I'm Derek Johnson. This is Rock Chalk Sports Talk on KLWN. Depend on it. Welcome back in. We have two more trivia matchups we'll get to you today. And uh, we're brought to you by River at Print and Skate. With screen printing and a skate shop, embroidery and promotional products available. They're KU licensed. And they also have the skate shop, skateboards, longboards, paddleboards, safety gear, large selection of shoes and apparel from well-known skate brands. Follow them on Instagram at River underscore rat underscore print or at River at Skate Shop for the skate side. Call them at 785-371-1660. Into our matchup between the three seed Isaac Henderson and the six seed Zach McKellips. 3-6 matchup in the River at Print and Skate region. It is the three-seed Isaac Henderson, our inaugural champion of this event back in 2020. He's gone 13-2, and 61-7 and on questions, and he's trying to make it to his third sizzling 16. Zach McKellips, meanwhile, is trying to make his second sizzling 16. He's gone 3-2, and 10-3 and three on questions. Zach, let's start with you. We've had to overcome some technical difficulties today. You're, you're calling in by phone. Do you feel flustered at all headed into the matchup because of some of the technical issues? Yeah, it, it's. It, I don't know what's going on, but I, I apologize for the delays, and I just hope it's not too much in, uh, you know, freezing Isaac. <laughs> well, Isaac, this is the round you were upset in last year. You had made the Phenomenal Four in your first two years of the tournament, but last year you got upended in the second round. And, and I forget what the question was exactly. I'm, I'm sure you know, but um, it, it was one that I remembered afterwards. You were like, I, I should have known that. So does this serve as, as extra motivation when you think back to last year that you're trying to get past to where you were? Yeah, you feel, uh, you know, same round you lost in last year. You want to obviously go further uh, each and every year, especially uh, getting ended up early. You lose early in the tournament. You feel like you were never in it. Um, those, those deep runs are fun. And we're going to try to get back there this year. All right, well, the winner of this gets a gift card to 23rd Street Brewery, an RCST Trivia t-shirt, as well as tickets to some Sporting KC2 games. And, uh, Zach, you were the lower seed here. Do you want to go first or do you want to go second? No, I'll go first. All right, so Zach is going to start things off, followed by Isaac. Zach, into the really easy round of questions for you. This sharpshooting freshman wore the number four jersey for KU in the 2022-2023 season. Who is Grady Dick? That's right. And answering it very Jeopardy style. Nick uh, actually is actually wearing, a Jeopardy wearing shirt yeah, today. yeah. Works out there. Love okay. Jeopardy. Isaac, this one for you. This sharpshooting point guard wore the number four for KU from 2014 through 2018. Devontae Graham. Yep, Devontae Graham is the answer there. A couple sharpshooters wearing the number four. On to the easy round. Back to you, Zach. Kansas was outscored 40 to 25 in the first half, but won 72 to 69 against what 2022 NCAA tournament opponent out of the ACC? Miami. 
Unfortunately, the answer there is North Carolina. North Carolina in the title game. Does that one ring a bell? Yeah, I knew it. I just... Yep. That was one where you used the timer. Maybe maybe that's where the technical difficulty uh, get to you a little bit. With the... All right, Isaac, you got a chance to get back to the sizzling 16 where you were comfortable with before last year. Isaac, KU outscored the opposition 51-26 to in the second half in Kansas City to win 98-66 to against what 2017 NCAA tournament opponent from the Big Ten? That would be Purdue. That was Purdue. That one was a lot of fun there. And Isaac, you are moving on to the sizzling 16. Uh, so I guess, Isaac, first things first, uh, if those questions would have been reversed, would you have hit on North Carolina or would you have guessed Miami as well? What again, North Carolina? Can, I asked the question. I could kind of think that, that both were definitely an option uh, with, with the early uh, deficits, but um, that halftime score of the championship game is always going to stick out. And you're heading to the sizzling 16. You get back. Does this one feel maybe even better than, I don't know, one of your past sizzling 16s? Uh, definitely a little bit of a monkey off the back, a little more of a relief probably than the first couple. And I always say the the uh, the tournament doesn't start until we start winning free food. So um, <laughs> def- definitely a little extra motivation there. So I love that. I love that. Zach, uh, obviously, I think that that was something you knew. But I, uh, going back to the, I don't know, maybe maybe your mind is out of sorts trying to get on with the technology and stuff. Uh, what went wrong for you on that question? Yeah, it, 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 I'm watching you guys, but I'm hearing it. It's delayed. And then I literally just watched that game two days ago mm. on the treadmill. So it, it, I knew it. And then in my head, I just thought that he didn't say championship game. So I just went straight to Miami. Oh, man. Well, that's unfortunate for you, man. Well, Zach, we, we, we hope you're back next year. You have made a sizzling 16 before, so we know we got you got that potential in you. We know based on your track record that, that you're better than the, the outing that you showed today. Isaac, congratulations on moving on, and uh, see you next week. Thanks, guys. So Isaac ends up coming through with a victory, and he moves on to the sizzling 16 to take on Jared Lenz. That should be a fun one. We have another matchup, though, that we have to get to you today. It is between the 8th seed, Paul Stevens, and the 16th seed, Derek Ho, in the River at Print and Skate region. Real quick, though, RCST Trivia, one of our other title sponsors, 23rd Street Brewery. Great spot to watch all the gaming action. Check out the outdoor patio with the weather starting to be nice. You can bring your dog out there. They've got great service, great beer, great food. You can try the new Fitzgerald Reuben, any of their other great sandwiches or burgers. How about one of their pastas? Uh, you can get one of the great appetizers, or you can get the, uh, you know, the calzones are great. That's what my wife always goes with. I like to kind of mix it around. Check them out in Lawrence with 23rd Street Brewery. Into our final match of the day between Paul and Derek. We're headed to the uh, River at Print Skate region where we've got an 8-16 matchup. We already had 116 advance to the sizzling 16 for the first time in trivia history. Derek Ho has a chance to become the second and do it in the same tournament. He's going to take on the eight seed, Paul Stevens. Paul has gone 7-1 and one in trivia answers. Derek has gone 3-0. and oh. This is his trivia debut. Uh, Paul, let's start with you here. You got by your, your first round opponent in Dalton, and uh, now you're moving on to the second round. This is your first appearance in the second round after you fell in the first round as an underseeded team a year ago. Uh, what are your thoughts now uh, as you, you enter this second round of trivia? Uh, it's kind of uncharted territory, especially since it's uh, against another 16. Um, hopefully, uh, Derek is, is not going to pull the Cinderella like Chris did, but we'll have to see. 
And you've been in that 16 before. That's what you were last year. So you, you understand behind the mind. Derek, you, you had your trivia debut, and you took out someone who went to the Phenomenal Four last year. You won as a 16 seed. It was a heck of a debut. Now people know the name. Uh, so what are you going to try to do to, to follow up? Do you, do you almost feel like the pressure is off because you, you've already won a game as a 16 seed? Or, or what are your feelings headed into this matchup? Yeah, I think uh, previous person said they're playing with house money uh, and I feel the same way um, so yeah I'm just uh, ready to go and um, I know Paul is, gonna, is, is a worthy opponent uh, I mean he obviously took was it Eric last year um, mm-hmm. pretty far pretty deep so um, I can't I mean I obviously have to respect that uh, that tells me that Derek's been listening or he knows his past trivia history so <laughs> you gotta be careful here Paul alright so uh, with that being said uh, Derek, you are the lower seats. You have the option. Do you want to go first or do you want to go second? I'll defer to Paul. Okay. So, Paul, you are going to be up first. Wow. I guess in that case, I'll go second. Oh, I guess. Well, yeah, That's, Derek, what did you oh. mean by defer? Did you mean you wanted Paul to choose or did you mean you were going to let him go first? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I meant uh, I'll let Paul go first. Okay. Sorry okay. That. No, you're fine. <laughs> You're fine. It's almost like that uh, Dak Prescott yeah. Cowboys situation. I know. Well, that's how he, I, yeah, exactly. he declined or deferred yeah. or whatever. That's how I took yeah. it to begin with. But I guess technically in like the football world, yeah, if you do defer, the other person chooses. But okay, so Paul is going to go first. Derek is going to go second. All right, we'll start in the really easy round of questions. Paul, for you, name either of the Morris twins. Um, Let's go Markeith. Markeith, that is correct. The other one was Marcus. Okay, Derek, for you, name either of the Tehan brothers. Uh, we'll, go, we'll go with the older one. Uh, I believe his name was Connor. Yep, you had a couple C's. Chris and Connor were the answers that you could have gone with there. All right, off the really easy. We move up to the easy round. Back to you, Paul. Name this 2019 to 2020 AP second team All-American center for Kansas, who wore the number 35 uniform. That would be Doko Azabuki. That's right. Would have accepted Doke there as well. Typically, last names is what I need, but guys who have nicknames, we all know who you're talking about. And Doko Azabuki is the correct answer. Okay, Derek, for you. Name this 2016 to 2017 AP first team All-American guard for Kansas, who wore the number zero uniform. Frank Mason. Yep, Frank, the Bulldog, and uh, that was the correct answer. Had quite the senior season there. All right, we're going to move up to the medium round of questions. Back to you, Paul. In KU's 2008 Final Four game against North Carolina, what Jayhawk led the team with 25 points? I think at one point he was actually beating North Carolina by himself. So, Brandon Rush? Yep, you had that. And, uh, yeah, they flashed the stat up there. I think it was when it was, like, 40 to 12. Yeah, he had 12, and they had 12. They had 12, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun one. Okay, Derek, your chance to push us to the hard round. In KU's 2012 Elite Eight game against North Carolina, what Jayhawk led the team with 22 points, five assists, and five steals? Are you said 2012? Yes. Oh, what were the stats again? Sorry. 22 points, five assists, and five steals. All of them led the team. 
Tyshawn Taylor. That's right. And see, that's a good job. We, we've had some people who have lost because they maybe misheard something or they didn't fully recognize the context. Ask me questions. Ask for the clarification of the context. It'll help you through the question. Derek just did it there. And we're moving on to the hard round of things. Back to you, Paul. Kansas led by 13 at halftime, but still lost by 17 points for their only home loss of the 2002 to 2003 season, which came against what opponent? Did you say it was a regular season opponent or a Big 12 opponent? Uh, it was It was their only home loss. Okay. So it was a regular season. I, I know the answer. I'll just say Arizona. That's right. Arizona. That was one where Arizona was a really good team that year. And it was like, oh, they, they were. Yeah. Yep. They killed them in halftime. They did. So yeah. they beat them in the Elite Eight that year. So they got revenge. All right, Derek, yeah. this one for you. Push us to the really hard round of questions. Kansas lost its season opener in the 2016 to 2017 season. 103 to 99 in overtime against who? Uh, the 2016-2017 opener? Correct. I believe that's Indiana. That was Indiana. Tyler Self came on late in that game after Frank Mason fouled out. That's why I always remember it. It was in uh, Honolulu on like a uh, Navy base, something like that. All right, we got a great matchup here. Headed to the really hard round of questions. Whew. This deserves to be a sizzling 16 matchup. Fortunate this is in the second round. All right, Paul, for you. The last time that Kansas lost an exhibition game came in August of 2012 when they lost on back-to-back -back days to what team? Oh. Exhibition games. 2012... Same team. You said beat them both times. Yep. Ten seconds. I have no clue. Uh, I'll have something out. Missouri. Well, you got an answer out there. Better than the alternative. The correct answer is AMW France. Wow. That is a really hard question. That's <laughs> Yep. That is right. That is a really hard question. All right, Derek, your chance to win it in the really hard round. The first ever recorded exhibition game by KU was played on November 20th of 1978. They lost 87 to 84 against who? I have no idea either. Um, <laughs> that was the 77, 78. No, uh, actually, yeah. Well, it was November 20th of 1978, so it would have been the 78-79 season. 79 Ten seconds. Season. Okay. Uh, Lob something out. UCLA. Oh! You had the U part of it right, but it was the USSR, Russia. They played oh, Russia wow. in that game there. Those were, those were extremely hard, so don't yeah. take it. Yeah. Any bad way that neither one of you got them right. All right, we're going to move back to the hard round of things. Back to you, Paul. Name a team that Kansas beat 
in the 2021 ESPN Events Invitational that was played in Orlando? 2021. Uh, so that was COVID. Um, would have been on the team. I'm just Ten throwing seconds. out Michigan State. Michigan State. I think they beat Michigan State in the title game when they played it in like 2014 or something like that. I don't know, 2015. Unfortunately, it was North Texas or Iona. And then they lost the one game in between to Dayton. Okay. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Derek, you got a chance to be the second 16 seed in the sizzling 16. Name a team that Kansas beat in the 2019 Maui Invitational Prior to beating Dayton. So you can't choose Dayton. I was going to say Dayton. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I believe the first matchup is Chaminade. It is Chaminade. Chaminade was the correct answer. The big ones there were the Iona one for the first question. That was the third place game against Rick Pitino. And then the Chaminade game. And then the other game was BYU as part of that, which was their uh, second round victory. So, Derek, you, you you clearly are having quite the debut here of trivia. You make it all the way to the really hard round. You move on to the sizzling 16. Uh, wh- what are your thoughts on, on your performance so far? Um, I'm obviously really happy to advance. Um, I mean, it's I mean, like others have said, um, you know, it's really the luck of the draw, um, question-wise. Um, and I think, like, <laughs> um, you know, if, if I went first, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have gotten that um, Paul's question. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy. And, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it, it's a great feeling. Paul, would you have, if those were reversed, would you have gotten his question right? You know, I I didn't know the answer, but Chaminade's always there, so it's always a good guess. I mean, yeah. if all else fails, guess Chaminade, and you generally have a pretty good pretty good chance. Yeah. Well, Paul, I have been uh, to people who lose in the second round and, and get to the really hard round. I've been giving them T-shirts, so you're going to get a, an RCST oh, nice. trivia T-shirt. Nice. That's always good. So a little something to fall back on. Meanwhile, Derek, you're winning a trivia T-shirt, 23rd Street Brewery gift card, and some tickets to a Sporting KC2 game. Paul, uh, I, I think you'll continue to, to soar up the seed list. You went from 16 to an 8 this year. I think next year uh, you'll see a much higher seed next to that as well. Derek, man, congratulations going on to the Sizzling 16. Thank you, guys. Yeah, good All right, luck, thank Derek. You. All right, thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. That was our final matchup of the day. Once again, RCST Trivia brought to you by our title sponsors, Johnny's Tavern, Pella Windows and Doors, 23rd Street Brewery, and River Rat Print and Skate. We still have two second-round matchups to go. We didn't have time to get to them today. They will be airing on Monday's edition of the show, so uh, you can check those out on Monday's edition. We'll also have them on the Monday edition of the Best of RCST podcast, and then we'll be through the second round and on to the Sizzling 16 and beyond. That'll do it, though, for this episode of Rock Chalk Sports Talk. You can catch anything you missed on that Best of RCST. CST podcast wherever you get any of your podcasts. KU Baseball coming at you next. Pre-game 350. First pitch, 4 o'clock right here on your original home for the Hawks. FM 1017, 1320 KLWN. Depending on it.
Thanks for listening to the Best of RCST podcast. And a reminder, you can catch our show Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 live on KLWN in Lawrence, 101.7 FM, 1320 AM, or anywhere you're online at klwn.com or the KLWN app. Thanks for listening.